0: Welcome to the Parables Podcast. My name is E.J. Cruz and I am your host. If this is your first time joining us. I do welcome you and thank you for joining me here today. This is Collective Thursdays. Very excited. This is a new segment. I actually just started last week. Um, no different than what we always do is to really just be of value to you guys to um, hope, you know really stretch your minds. Uh, Give you some insights, some new perspectives to harvest some ideas with, again, the pure intent to really take something away from the the conversation. And hopefully you guys are able to apply it to any area of your life. So Collective Thursdays is a little different, guys, in that it's more of a solo segment. It's really uh, a collection of my thoughts and ideas some insight, some perspective on some of the things that I am going through in my life and, in addition, uh, things that I have learned and uh, read. So, you know, before we jump right to it, because I am mindful of your guys' time, this is a shorter duration of my usual episodes. I do want to make it clear out there that, you know, the things that we share here on this podcast is really You know, we're not here to tell you what is right from wrong. I want to make that very clear out there. Again, it's really to again give you new ideas, give you a different perspective on things. And again, it is no different is to really hopefully inspire you guys, motivate you, um, help you in your self-development journey, uh, entertain you, of course, at the same time, and really just... uh, You know, stretch your mind a little bit and just to see things in a a different perspective. And hopefully you guys are able to relate to lots of things that uh, we discuss here because, uh, you know, I'm just a normal person just like you guys. So following up from last week's episode, you know, I gave you guys a little insight on my background, um, excuse me, on lots of uh, on how the actual podcast came about And I hope you guys enjoyed that. And I kind of wanted to follow up with it. Um, You know, I I put a huge emphasis on, you know, being on a mission to be the best version of myself. And as I am going through this journey, and of course, I do invite you guys to follow me on this journey and encourage you to, uh, I invite you guys to, uh, you know, be on this journey with me because I know there's a lot of people who are always trying to improve and uh be the best versions of themselves, but I wanted to follow up with a topic that actually always seems to come up, and um, you know what, I take that back, not really just come up all the time, but it's, it's something to really think about, especially when you're trying to improve and, you know, just be one bad motherfucker, you know what I mean, you're just trying to be the best in every area of your life, and that topic is perfectionism, all right? And I want to bring up this subject, perfectionism, and highlight uh, an event that happened in my life uh, not too long ago. So, you know, a couple years back, I was looking for a new opportunity in my healthcare professional career. As I mentioned in the last episode, I am a healthcare professional almost for two years, uh, not two years, 10 years, 10 years now. And um you know, anytime you're in a position, it is always important to really never overlook new opportunities. Even if you're very comfortable, you're in a good spot. You know, uh, such as with myself, very good paying career, um, benefits, um, just a really solid place to be at. But it shouldn't take you know your mind away from seeking new opportunity, even if you know you won't leave your position. And I say that because obviously, uh, a few reasons. One, when new opportunities do come, obviously you want to practice being in a, in interviews. So if for any reason a uh, an incredible opportunity comes up, you are ready and you are uh, competent and all that good stuff. And another reason is, um, you know, to always uh, just see what's out there. You know, you don't want to have your mind stuck and um you know encapsulated just in what you're doing you want to see what's out there and it's always important to know that whoever's sitting in that interview that you know you leave your mark they remember you they remember like oh man that was that bright young gentleman that i remember from that other interview i think he'd be a great you know candidate for this other position that may pop off pop up so it's just you know some of the things that I think about, and I never like to overlook opportunities at all. Um, you just never know when the time comes. Something, you know, something may come up that could drastically change your life for the better. So anyway, going back to the story, you know, I've been so comfortable at my current role that truthfully, uh, I was seeking new opportunity, and I, you know, I got an interview and honestly i was pretty nervous i got to say cuz you know it's been such a long time since i've done an interview right you know when you go when you go to an interview you want to be well prepared you want to be professional and you just want to kill it right so being that i wanted to be prepared i started asking myself how would i approach the interview you know like what would i say and you know so typically one of the questions that you always are asked that is pretty straightforward, and you can answer in, any, in so many different ways, right? You can either be boring and be vulnerable, which there's nothing wrong with being vulnerable, or you can also be vulnerable and clever. And that question that always comes up in interviews is something along the lines of, what are some of your weaknesses? Or, What are some of your weaknesses and what can I what are you doing to work on them? So let's be honest, how many everybody's been in an interview, right? Very common question. So knowing going back to the story, knowing that this question would be asked, and being, you know, the clever guy that I like to think I am, I knew already what my answer would be. And that one that one of my weaknesses is being a perfectionist. In that, I am always looking to learn and improve when the opportunity is there. You know, my thought process was to put an an emphasis that I'm ambitious and always looking to become better in that sense. So, you know, this was actually a group interview. And fast forward to the day of that interview. One of the interviewers who actually sat in was very surprised after I gave that answer, you know, that. You know, that I'm a perfectionist. I'm always looking for opportunities to improve. If I don't know how to do something, I will find out, you know, things like that. And, you know, that one person that sat in the interview actually questioned my answer and was like, how is that a weakness? It actually sounds like a good thing. And, you know, of course, I went on trying to make myself look badass. You know, I went on elaborating on how being a perfection perfectionist can sometimes be ego-driven and not so team effort focused. So, you know, thinking, just thinking about the subject of perfectionism and reflecting back at that, on that interview, you know, uh, well, really what happened was I didn't end up getting the job, of course, thankfully, because everything happens to us, not uh, everything, everything doesn't happen to us, but for us, right? So being the reflective person I am. I started to ask myself, how could I have done that interview better? And when I think about it, the whole perfectionist approach maybe could have been executed better. You know, I could have went a different route, I guess. You know, usually, you know, and a lot of people were approaching it in a different way, but usually with a, you know, what are your weaknesses question, you first want to express your confidence and highlight your strengths, right? And you follow that with highlighting an area that you're working on or you want to improve. You know, that's your weakness. And then you do, you go on to describe what you're doing about it. And then the icing on the cake after that is, you know, how that skill that you're working to improve, you know, improves your value to the to the position you're applying for and the company. So, again, let's go back. You know, usually the the approach is you want to express your confidence and highlight your strengths and you follow it up with the thing that you're trying to work on and how you are trying to improve it. You know, what are you doing to improve in that area? And then how that skill improves your value to the position and company. And, you know, as I reflect back on that interview, you know, using the topic of perfectionism is actually very conventional, you know. In that it's a it's really a weakness that is really a positive. And it's it's kind of like saying, like, one of my weaknesses is I'm a workaholic and I spend a lot of hours ensuring I do my job to the best of my abilities. And you know, truthfully, interviewers will see past that bullshit technique. So the point I'm trying to get at is you know, perfectionism is it really a weakness? Or isn't an actual asset to our success. Now when we think of the words, it's not the what the words actually mean, right? It's actually the meaning we attach to it. And this is actually something the great Ed Milet talks about. And I actually just had this conversation with Dean Tanglo, who I did a podcast episode with recently, his fitness apparel line called Kind of Fit, Kind of Fat Apparel and we actually discuss how the word fat being that that's part of his um, brand's name was initially challenging for him because the word was in the you know the the name of his brand and you know a lot of people it could go both ways people could see it as a bad thing or a good thing so if you actually google perfectionism you will see countless articles of how perfectionism can how. Perfectionism can basically fuck you over, right? And how it's like, it's crazy, like how it's now heading toward an epidemic state and becoming like really a public health issue. But you know, what I've come to realize with my experience, some of the conversations I've shared with some of these pretty successful people that have been on the podcast and, you know, reading, you know, seeking absolute perfection. Is a huge asset to one's success. As long. And the key word is as long. It's driven by your will to grow. And I say this because since perfectionism is unattainable. Unless of course your definition of perfection. Perfection is completely detached. Or you're just a weirdo. But you know perfectionism. It doesn't exist right. It's unattainable. You know, knowing that it establishes your mind to think bigger, meaning there is endless room for growth and improvement. And what I observe, what I have observed and begun to notice is successful people, they live by this. They may not recognize or admit they are chasing perfection, but I can guarantee you they are seeking the best version of themselves. In that, they are always searching for a better way, whether it be personally or professionally. You know, they don't ask themselves, damn, can I do that shit better? No, they don't. They know they can do it better. Instead of, hmm, can I do it better? No, it's how can I do it better? Instead of asking, will I be a great dad? The thinking big individual instead will ask, what can I do to be the best dad? You know, instead of can I scale my business, it's how can I put myself in the best position to scale effectively? And I could guarantee you, Brian Wynn from episode two of Be Nutritionist, he wasn't thinking, you know, he wasn't pondering, dang, can I scale my business? No. He was thinking to himself, how can I put myself in the best position to scale? And you guessed it. Even though it took my ass a while to change my thinking, instead of me asking myself, can I do a podcast? Yeah, maybe I asked myself that a few times, but not going to lie, eventually, It turned into, how can I make the parables happen? And now, it's, can I make this one of the top podcasts in the world? No, absolutely not. My thinking now is, how can I make it the best podcast in the world? So, for everyone out there trying to seek the best version of themselves, such as myself, chasing that non-existing perfect person of you, It can be leveraged to work for you, all right? That's what I'm trying to get at here. Chasing that perfect person, that perfect version of yourself, it can be leveraged to work for you as long as your purpose is to improve and grow. So next time that asshole side of your mind begins to question, you know, begins to question you. Please do yourself the favor and tell it to step aside. Because guess what? Greatness is coming. And the point I'm trying to make out of all this in any area of your life, whether you are trying to be a better spouse, take a lead role at your workplace, bring a concept to life, whatever it may be, your mind, your approach, your drive, your ethos, should be How I can do it better. How can I be better? If you can capture this mindset, I promise you, you will improve drastically in whatever it is you are trying to improve on. And it will be that much rewarding when that shit starts to pay off. So, guys, the Parables Collective Thursdays, I'm just getting started. I hope you guys enjoy these as much as I do. I really find it therapeutic, and I really, you know what? I enjoy podcasting. I really do, and I appreciate everyone's love and support. Website and merchandise are coming soon. I have some amazing, and you guys have no idea. I have some amazing, crazy guests lined up for the next two months. Excited to feed you all some epic shit. And next week, my episode with the CEO of the, the Camp Transformation Center Sam Backyard will be dropping. And trust me, you do not want to miss his story in that episode. Please continue to like, comment, share, subscribe, follow, screenshot, and tag me. I appreciate y'all so much. See you guys next time.